It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello Manchester City fans, we are live outside the Etihad Stadium as Spanish fans and English fans alike gather in their respective colours. Some of them with shirts hoping to get signed as the players and the managers and the teams and everybody arrives here this afternoon. But before we go any further today, we are going to hear from Pep Guardiola in his pre-match press conference. We're going to hear from Carl Walker in his pre-match press conference and also Joe Bray, our reporter outside the ground who watched training ahead of this epic UEFA Champions League semi-final. It's one all from the first leg. City have home advantage in the second leg. There is no ex uh, there's no away goal rule anymore in the Champions League. So it can go to penalties regardless of the score. 3-3, 4-4, 5-5, 1-1, 0-0. It can go to extra time and penalties. There is no away goal rule. So City can go all guns blazing, as can Real Madrid. We are hoping it's going to be a goal fest here at the Etihad this evening. But without further ado, here is Joe Bray, who's just been to watch the press conference and the players in action. Hello, Joe Bray here from the Manchester Evening News outside a rather windy City training ground. We've just seen City train ahead of the big Champions League semi-final second leg against Real Madrid. Of course, it's 1-1 from the first leg. Pep Guardiola seemed pretty calm when we heard him just over there in that room uh, a few hours ago. He, uh, he said his legacy is already exceptional. He will not be defined by what happens um, at City uh, tomorrow night over the road against Real Madrid. But he also knows that his semi-final record isn't great and City are, uh, I mean their treble dreams could be over uh, on uh, on Wednesday against Real Madrid who are experts in the Champions League but I do think City are calmer than they've been in a long time when it comes to these big games they're fully prepared we heard from Kyle Walker and he was talking about his own battle with uh, Vinicius Junior he said that um, if you're not willing to put yourself in these positions and test yourself against the best players in the world you don't deserve to be sat there and I think that counts for the whole squad really and, and what Guardiola's saying is he's maybe not put as much pressure on but he's saying that we've just got to do what we've what we've been doing what we know we have to do and uh, see where that takes us and he's not saying we're going to get to the Champions League final but I think he says if City play as they know they can do better than they did in Madrid last week then they can reach that final and who knows what, what will then happen in the final in terms of team news Nathan Ake is the only absentee he didn't train again so he's missed the last two with that calf injury I believe it is a leg injury um, so he won't play any lingering doubts over Rodri and Kevin De Bruyne 
from uh, Everton. De Bruyne had a had a rest for the whole game. I, I think that was just rotation. Uh, Rodri had a bit of a knock when he came off towards the end. But uh, on Sunday, Guardiola said there was nothing wrong with Rodri. Today, he said there's nothing wrong with Kevin De Bruyne. And uh, both of those players did train uh, today. So it's uh, all all. Uh, all a big squad apart from Nathan Ake as we say and that will uh, be a boost for Guardiola I mean he, he used the Everton game to rest a number of players John Stones Jack Grealish Bernardo Silva De Bruyne obviously so you'd expect all of those players to come in I wouldn't be surprised to see the same lineup against Madrid as he played last week. It's, it's that sort of st- uh, solid, stable midfield of Rodri, Gundogan, De Bruyne, Bernardo, and Jack Grealish. They've played nine times this season, those five in the same starting lineup. They've, uh, I think it's 1 7, drawn two. They've uh, not lost yet this season. They seem to be the, the go to stable players that Guardiola calls on in big games. But he also said that he's got a plan. He, uh, he's not going to overthink, but he knows how he wants City to play a bit more fluid. He's, he mentioned fluency and uh, and that sort of aspect of the game that he didn't see in Madrid. He wants to see that against uh, Madrid in this second leg. So maybe there's room for perhaps Phil Foden or... Um, Oh, Riyad Mahrez to come back in for, for that second leg, maybe uh, take the game a bit more to Madrid, be a bit more direct. You might sacrifice a bit of control, but it will get the ball to Erling Haaland a little bit more, which they didn't do in Madrid. So it's settled to be an absolutely fascinating tie. City, uh, I think it's 23 wins out of 25 at home in the Champions League and they've drawn the other two. Uh, they've not lost since at home to Lyon in 2018. They'll be very, very, very confident of, uh, of taking anyone on at the Etihad, but you just can't count count out Madrid and uh, they showed in the first leg that even when they're, they're not playing well they're still more than capable of of, uh, of scoring and uh, just taking you and knocking you off your stride so that's what they'll have to do City uh, could in five days time be in a Champions League final and be winners of the Champ- uh, Premier League again or they could be out and still be waiting for that Premier League title. It's a big, big week for City. Uh, you'll find it all on the Manchester Evening News, whether it's here at the Etihad on uh, Wednesday, whether it's on our podcast, the Talking City podcast, and all our social media. Follow what is a season-defining week for Manchester City with us on the Manchester Evening News. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh. Your battle last week with Vinicius Junior was one of the highlights highlighted on social media after the game. What's it like to play against someone like that? Is that an ultimate test and how important is that personal battle in winning the game? Um, well, good afternoon. Um, first of all, I don't think it's just about 
A and B. I think it's a team game and obviously it is a personal battle where you're coming against one of the best players in the world. Um, but you know, I've faced many over the years that have been, you know, just as good as him, but I think he's in the form of his life. So, you know, whoever is picked to play in that position to defend against him, you know, it's gonna be a great battle. Mike. Um, you can tell by the attention in this room how big this game is. How big is it to you? How big does it feel to you as a player? I think it's big to every one of us in that dressing room. Um, we know the goals at the end of it. Um, it's a massive week for the club. Um, we've put ourselves in, you know, a fairly good situation, you know, compared to two months ago, and that's in the Premier League. But you know, moving forward into the Champions League to go to the Bernabeu and um, get a one-one. Uh, to then bring it to the Etihad, where I think we've been, you know, more than confident, you know, in the last number of years, especially in the Champions League, to go and get a result. I just hopefully we can, you know, go and do that again. Dave, okay. um, Hi. the manager said last week for the first leg that one day this club will win the Champions League, whether it's this season or in the future. It's all set up to do that. But do you, as a squad, feel everything you've been through that you've learned being in a final before and all the experiences that you are equipped to do that this season? That you're I'd have liked to do it when we first got to the final against Chelsea, of course, and win it then. Um, but I think it was a learning curve, and it was a, you know, this group of players have been together now for a good number of years, where we've been able to, you know, overcome situations, um, being winning positions, being losing positions. Remember the one against Tottenham where we thought Aguero scored and we're all almost through, and then. They go and score uh, at the other end. So we've gone through, you know, rough and uh, and good moments. But hopefully now, you know, this is the icing on the cake where we can go in. Obviously, put our name in the history books for this club um, and put this club on, you know, the Champions League map. Really. Paul, coach, going back to Vinicius again. Can you tell us what goes through your mind when he's got that ball in front of you and he's he's running at you because he's he's got the pace, hasn't he? He's got the skills. I take it as any other game. You have to show him the level of respect. It's like I said with, you know, Mbappe when I played him in the World Cup. You, you give them respect with the, the, uh, that they deserve. That you, you're not going to just say go and walk through and go and score. You know, I'm, I'm representing Manchester City. I'm representing a massive football club here, and the ambition for this club is massive. So, if I can't compete with these top players that are playing for Real Madrid, Paris Saint Germain. You know, um, Chelsea or whatever it, it may be, then I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be sat in this chair talking to you. You know, I need to make sure that I come against the best and, you know, I can deal with the best. Ben, have you got a mic there, yeah? Okay, I'll go from Sky. Kai, it wasn't that long ago that you found yourself out of the side and the manager sat right there and he explained to us why you weren't being selected at that point. And he was essentially saying there were certain elements of your game that you weren't able to do from what you wanted in that position. You've obviously since put yourself back in, but. When you heard what he said that day, how did you react personally to that? I have to react as a professional. He's my manager, he's my boss. Um, sometimes, you know, certain opinions in football you don't always agree with, but for what he's done for me in my career, especially what he's done for Manchester City in the last six years that I've been here, has been nothing short but, you know, you know tremendous. So, did it hurt? Of course it did. Of course it is. I'll be sat, I wouldn't be sat here lying to you and saying it, it didn't hurt. Of course it does. You, you, you start to doubt yourself, but I think that you just have to go back to basics. You have to go back to what you're good at, what you're, you know, 
what he bought you for um, and proving wrong and I think that's what I've just done I've just got my head down I've made sure that I'm with the lads you know I'm one of the captains I need to make sure that you know my disappointment isn't shown on the team as such you know and I move on as, as professional as I can be Simon please Hi Kyle um, it was a difficult period for the team kind of December, January February as well um, did you feel at that point in the season that you would still be able to end up where you are now in the Premier League and Champions League um, Champions League I thought we were doing well the Premier League it was a, a, a big gap now you didn't want that gap to get any bigger I thought it was on a fine line of we lose another one or we draw another one here it could be all over um, but with this group of lads nothing's over uh, we seem to kick on in the business end of the season um, seen a few few tweets and we're having a little bit of joke with Gundo yesterday he turns into Prime Zidane doesn't he um, in, in the last couple of months and but that that's just what these players do you know the the born winners the the top world class players and sometimes you have to shine and these seem to do it you know in the business end of the season yeah hi Kyle um, you you mentioned the Mbappe thing um, obviously we all made a big deal of that in the World Cup and that night the game passed off pretty well for you um, there's a couple of incidents on Sunday at Everton where you kind of came across and got your team out of trouble with your speed. You're 32 now, um, it's not old, but it's not as young as, as you once were. Do you think you're still as quick as you always have been? And if you are, is there any particular reason why you think you've managed to maintain that while other, some players don't always want to get to the other side of 30? Um. Okay, I'm 32, but I'm not old. Uh, I, I, still, <laughs> I still feel great. Um, I still feel fit. Uh, bar the injury where I ruptured my groin before the World Cup, I've, I've kind of kept myself, you know, relatively good, in good shape. Um, I look after myself on and off the field. You know, I try and make sure that I get the work in the gym to make sure that my muscles can cope with the load that I'm putting on them. And I probably have to say a big thanks to my mum and dad. It's genetics. Um, because... You know, as you said before, some players do start to slow down, but I think one of the lads in the uh, sports science was saying I ate 37.5 the other day in the speed thing, so I don't seem to be getting any slower, and long may that continue. Hi, Carl. Uh, Hi. Another speed question, because uh, I saw looked at the UEFA stats, which show that you have 35.2 as your maximum in the Champions League, Slow. which is the exact same as... <laughs> exact same as Erling Haaland yeah. so my question is who is actually the fastest one and uh, can you give us an insight in your speed battles and in the training ground well the manager doesn't like to really do things over big um, areas so for both of us we take probably quite a little bit of time to get up to speed but I think Erling's very very quick I think he's shown that with some of the goals other strikers you know that I've played with don't really make them chances. Sometimes he does create chances just by his brute strength or his speed, and you know that's an asset that he has to use. But um, I'd still have to back myself. I'd still have to back myself. Okay. Uh, going back to that moment between you and Vinicius after the final whistle last yeah. week, um, why, why did you decide to go and hug him? What, what did you say to each other? And the message that you are opponents, but not. Bitter rivals in, in an environment, especially that he has to live in Spain. I went to hug him because he tried to rainbow flick me. <laughs> so it was kind of more like, um, please don't try that again because I don't want to be a meme or anything. Um, 
But I think, you know, boxers, they fight, they have a good battle, and then they shake hands after. And I think that's the level of respect that I do have for him. Um, it was the same with any other player that I feel when it's a good game, you know, you go and give them that level of respect because they deserve it. You know, they're carrying a lot of pressure on their shoulders as well to take, you know, a massive club like that, you know, over the line in the Champions League. They've not done well in their league and, you know, this is their kind of the last prize that they need to go and win. Um, so you show your respect to them, but as again, tomorrow night, if, if chosen, you know, there's, there's no respect after the whistle, I'll, I'll give them the respect that it deserves. But before then, you know, it's kind of dog eat dog. Sam? Hi Kyle, Talk, yeah. talking, talking there with Simon about um, the kind of rough maps that City had a couple of months ago and you said there was a big gap in the Premier League. As one of the captains, what conversations were you having as players during that patch and how have you managed, in your opinion, to turn it around? Because obviously now the team are flying again. I don't think it's just us as captains. I think it's us as a club. It's easy to start talking in front of everyone when, when you're winning. When the going gets tough, you know, that's when your real characters come out and you start, you know, digging in and you're in the trenches. Now, okay, we're not fighting relegation, but we should be up at the top and this club is, you know, over the last number of years expected to be challenging right up up there with the league. So when we was adrift all them points, it wasn't ideal. But we knew that if we just kept on digging in, kept on grinding out the results that we needed to do, go on a little run, as we have done, um, we can close that gap, and you know the manager kept on saying to us, as, so, as long as we can, you know, get him to the Etihad in a close gap, you know, I think the title race will be on, and, and we we gave that to him and to ourselves as well. Guys, okay, we're going to move into any Spanish questions if we have them. Any questions, Spanish media? Just at the top there, please, Luis. Hi, Gal. Hello. Um, English. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm wondering. What is Champions League for you? And if you can explain as a player, what is competition is so important that even a great manager like Pep Guardiola says that his time in Manchester will be judged if he wins it or, or not? Um, we have to just look over the road at Manchester United and what they probably accomplished over the number of years. And when you get compared to that team, to our team, you know, they won countless titles. We've done, you know, five in six years, hopefully, you know, if, if we can cross the line on this one. Which still isn't over, by the way, you know, we still need to go and get results at Chelsea, Brighton or Brentford, which is, you know, tough places to go, which we've experienced over a number of years. But the club's missing that one. The club's missing that one. And I think for, you know, the owners, the amount of, you know, money that they've pumped into this club, the investment that they've done... Um, you know, we, we owe that to them. Now, to get to the Champions League final against Chelsea and probably not perform as well as we do, we owe that to ourselves as well to kind of get some, you know, some revenge for ourselves because we knew that was below par on that day. But again, we've, we've got a tough, tough opponent come tomorrow night to try and get, um, get past to get to the Champions League final. Then, as we've just seen before, in, you know, in recent years, it's a... Um, it's a final. Anything can happen. You know, AC Milan, Inter Milan are two top, top massive clubs. Um, so we will be watching that game tonight and studying it hard. But again, the first thing is getting past Real Madrid tomorrow and then let's see about the final. Hi. I will try in English. OK. Uh, I want to know your opinion about how is Vinicius on the pitch. Do you think he's 
him a provocative player? Um, I wouldn't say provocative player. I'd say he's a very good player. He, he, he does what he needs to do to get his team over the line. Um, I try not to get involved in it all. You know, if there's something going on or someone's, you know, we'll call it trash talking, it, it doesn't really bother me. Um, I, I've been through, you know, things in my life that are more difficult than people trying to wind me up and get a reaction out of me. Um, but I think that he just lets his football do the talking. You know, they've seen a few clips of him going down a little bit easy, asking for yellow cards and stuff like that. It's part and parcel of the game. You're going to get it as soon as you can get an advantage on your opponent. You will try anything to do that. And you know, but I do think let's take not not take his football away from him. He's a, a very top player. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Before you've talked about how Man City haven't always embraced the Champions League, the fans, that is, um, but you haven't lost here in that home in the Champions League for five years. Do you think the fans have embraced this competition more and how important will they be tomorrow? Yeah, yeah good morning to everyone. Uh, yeah, of course, embrace it. We are used to, to play this competition for the last years and arrive in the last stages for the last years. So, uh, yeah, of course, embrace it. I'm pretty sure the club told me it sold out everything, so... We'll try to do a good game. Yeah. Pep, you're just uh, four games away now from the treble and from sporting immortality. Do you, do you accept that this next month could define your legacy as a manager and your team's potential legacy as one of the greatest club teams in, in long history? My legacy was is already... No, my, what my legacy? Our legacy is exceptional already, so... <laughs> we have been here for many times already, so I, we are not stupid to, to know how important is tomorrow's game. It's maybe one of the most important games since we are together here. We cannot deny that uh, for the competition, for the rival, for the for many things. But I said to the players, so leave it like a, a huge opportunity. Enjoy the moment. Uh, how fortunate we are. We are incredibly lucky to be here. Um, and it's in our hands, it depends on us, we don't have to do, uh, I would say, something exceptional, it's just to do ourselves and win one game to reach the final, and we're going to give everything, we're going to do everything. I have an incredible feeling about the team, uh, and whatever happened, 
it's just thank you so much to 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 them to bring me to bring me to bring us all of us city fans to be to be here again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pat, the um, was the game tonight obviously massive. Do you how do you view it from a, an emotional sense? Do you want your players to play with emotion or and feed off the crowd? Or do you want them to sort of ignore all of that from the outside? The motion is there, and the motion will be high. It has to be high in, in, in these games. But uh, this, just this, is going to beat a team like Real Madrid. We have to we have a game plan. We have to execute a little bit better than we did it in the first leg. So we have to adjust something. We have to do it, uh, you know, a little bit better to create more chances of the. You know, our strikers, our people up front get balls, get more balls in easy, easy position, knowing that the transitions, the ball possession of them, the quality they have in all departments are really, really high, but could not be different. So we play against Real Madrid, semi-final Champions League, we expect the toughest opponents we can face right now in the last years, but that is a, this is a challenge. So we embrace it, we get it, and go for it. Hi, Ben. Hi. You always talk about how your team arrives at a particular stage of the season. So this game tomorrow evening, is it arriving a perfect moment for your team, the way it's playing, players all in four, if anyone's injured, you know, is it sort of any better, perfect maybe for you? Yeah, we arrived we arrive really, really good for the fact that uh, we are in the FA Cup final, we are one game away to win the Premier League in semi-final championship, but at the same time, we have to play much better than Madrid game. So at the end, you can arrive in a good moment, uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's perfect here, but you have to perform well. It's not just with the desire, the dream, <coughs> you know. You just had to tell him, so relax. So all you have to do is what you have done. Many years, I would say, especially this season. So this is what you have to do. So not just for the desire to reach the final or do, we're going to do it. I had the feeling I had to do better than, than, than Bernabeu to, to reach the final. You seem more comfortable talking about how the city ownership wants to win the Champions League. What do you think this change of tone says about you and the growth of the club? I said many times when I was here, I signed the contract seven years ago, didn't tell me how to win the Champions League. I sent me with Chiki and all the people say try to, you know, to the reason why they bring me here with my staff to to do the best as possible. But of course, uh, we cannot deny so we won all the titles except this one. and. Uh, and we want it, of course we want it. This is another opportunity we had two seasons ago when we lost the final against Chelsea last season, against Madrid this season again, so, and we want it, of course we want it. We, with all desire and I think we'd be intelligent and smart enough to do what we have to do to, to, to win that game. And this is what we wanted to do. People say, yeah, we are close, you know, for this kind of title. I think we are far away. So come down the most difficult games to play right now. So, but at the same time, every time I, it happened last season when we played against Madrid or previous season against Chelsea, it's a dream, you know, it's a dream come true. It's a dream come true to be here. So again, so nobody guarantee in the future we'll be here. Nobody can assure us. So we just, once we are there, let's go, let's go. Try with our people, go for it for the first minute until the end. Uh, be together in the bad moments that will happen, defend and suffer in the bad moments. And with our people, our people we play with trust more, I'm pretty sure of that. With our people, we'll, we'll do it. Just on the fans and the atmosphere, do you feel like it is now tougher for opposition teams to come and get a result? 
Just, I know they will be close to us because they know what we have done this team for the last years and they, they will not leave us alone. That's, I'm pretty sure. They will, in the moment they will sustain us, they will be with us and the good moments and you have to put the force. The, the pressure where to put the opponent is our game. So we would love to play with our all the fans, but we play 11 against 11. It's our game will dictate what you have to do to reach the final, but of course in the bad moments, if they are there, and they will be there, so we're busy. Okay. <coughs> okay. Um, Kevin De Bruyne was obviously on the bench in the weekend, didn't come on. Has he been training normally of late? Is he fully fit at yeah. the game tomorrow? And similarly, have you got any other issues fitness-wise in the squad ahead of this game? Except Nathan, and the rest has everyone is fit. Just go to Paul here, please. <coughs> Uh, you've spoken, I think, in the past, since you've been here, really, about City having to learn how to play in this competition and how to behave in the late stages. It's not something they were used to as a club. Given that, given Real Madrid's pedigree in this competition, who is favourite tomorrow? Night? I don't know. I'm not able to do it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, of course, we're in this competition because we are at less stages every season, so otherwise. But the little details. So I don't want luck for tomorrow, but I don't want to lack it neither. So I just the team who deserves to win, he has to, hopefully he wins. So it doesn't matter which one. <laughs> hopefully we will be. I know how we have to perform well. That is a lot in my focus. I have to put in my mind, in the mind of the, in the mind, the heart of the players. They have to make a an incredible performance to beat Real Madrid. Otherwise, it will be so difficult. Uh, I have an idea to do something differently that we have done in the, and there is just for the fact that to be more fluid in attack. But I think it's going to happen the natural way for the fact we play at home. At home, we have the feeling that we we feel wow, free relief. It, we, it doesn't matter how, but we go, we go there, and that is a feeling I have. And, and I think hopefully tomorrow we can we can have that feeling. It's only I'm concerned. So be ourselves tomorrow. It's only the rest. I, I defeat. I placed ten semi-finals for the Champions League, and I lost eight. So I lost more than I. But seven. I lost more than I win. So I know what that feeling. So we know I had the feeling that you know football. There are many things you cannot control, but at least to try to be ourselves. This is my my only wish for tomorrow for my players. What's Paul? Have you said a minute ago that you want to you need a better performance? This week than the one last week in Madrid. What aspects of your game? No, the, the, you will not. You will. Hopefully, you can see tomorrow. I cannot tell you here. Otherwise, Carlo will be. Uh, it's nothing special. Eh? So don't don't think I'm going to do. I'm not overthinking tomorrow. Don't don't, don't, don't worry, guys. So uh, nothing differently that we have done uh, in the in the past. It's just it's just to our game be more fluid and and play a little bit better, knowing that. Of course, the opponents always have the weapons. Michael? Um, you said earlier this season against Leipzig that you didn't want to be a, a transition game because it could be a toss of a coin. Yeah. Last season against Madrid here, it was 4-3. Is it the same for tomorrow that if it's a transition game that it gives Madrid more of a chance and is it important that you control the game? Well, how would you like to have the game you had, you had the last season here? I will sign by now. Not for, for safe for the way we played, but I think it's not going to happen. Listen, sometimes, sometimes the game dictates uh, a little bit for itself. 
you know, transition or transition, the movements, the, how you lose the balls in, in certain positions, how you fluid with the ball, how accuracy you have when you have the the ball in certain moments, how you defend or how the impact for the unexpected things, how you react. This competition is a lot, a lot of this kind of uncertain things that you cannot control, not even a manager, of course, but the players itself. So, yeah. So we will see. We have a plan, we're going to try to execute it and, and try to adapt as much as possible what they do, because of course maybe they do something different and you have to adapt. Okay. Do you remember in the first season you won the first six games and maybe we got carried away and you were telling us in the media you've still got a lot to learn and a lot to improve on. But did you ever expect at this stage, first of all, to still be here and for the team to be so consistent and so good year after year? Did you ever expect the team to get as far as they have gone? No. After six games the first season? No, no. First I wanted to expect seven years sitting here. And no, no, I didn't expect. I have an incredible self-confidence in myself, but not enough. So, because this league is really, really tough, and the Champions League always, you know, happened. But that's why I'm, I said many times, how pleased I am to this consistency for many, many years. Still, is is there? Last one, in English guys. I'm gonna go to Spanish, Dave. Um, Carl Walker was just in here, um, saying that he felt that the players owe it to the owners win the Champions League, given the commitment and all the investment that they've put in over the years, over the last decade or 12 years. Is that a view that you share as well, that they're owed this tournament? They don't have to put that much pressure about the owners or myself, or uh, they have to do it for themselves and perform. They, I think the players, they don't know me as uh, anything. They have done anything in the past. So. Last season they did it in the previous one, so they have to just play a football game as best as they can. It's not necessary to tell them what does it mean to Real Madrid in this competition and how good they are, so they, they know it. They, they felt it last season, they feel it this season, they just to, to, yeah, to live. We are blessed, you know, to be here, and that is what they have to feel.